Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, season's over. Season's over. In the books. Same. It ended the same way that it ended last year with the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Congrats to Kansas City. Impressive run here, you know, for what looked like a, quote, down season for them, but it wasn't for their defense. That's what you said last year, too. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't think there is such a thing. Ended up being a pretty good game, all in all. It's sl- the beginning wasn't well. Not the well first played. three quarters yeah. were a little sloppy, and yeah. then it got it got better as it went on. And the, obviously, the fourth quarter is the fourth quarter. I, we're, I was at um, at a, a friend's house, uh, my wife's friend's house, and mm-hmm. it was what was it, thirteen ten, and going into the fourth quarter, I said, "This is going to end up in the twenties." Oh, I thought because so these too. these yeah. two teams are starting to figure some things out. D lines are starting to slow down, and yeah. you know, the fatigue in the Super Bowl is a real thing. That's a oh, yeah. long game and a long day and a long week, and you know, those D lines were controlling action, but that stopped pretty quick after at that point. Yeah. Um, so let, let's let's dive into a couple of the uh, the, the subjects here. Mm-hmm. So one of the criticisms of the 49ers is taking the ball to start the overtime period. Yeah. And one of the things used. In that criticism, well, the analytics say there's no analytics for this. It's there's never no been done before. This. Right. I, I actually heard <laughs> Seth Walter on ESPN say we ran a bunch of analytics since, and it's fifty-fifty. And, right. You know, and we, we really don't have much to go off of. You don't have anything <laughs> to go off. Right, right, much. Right, yeah. You don't have anything to go off. Of. It's <laughs> yeah. never happened before. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I don't give Shanahan a hard time for that at all. I do think that there's an advantage to being number two. But there's definitely an advantage to being number three if it gets to that point. Absolutely. So a massive advantage if it gets to that if point. If you don't think, and, and the fourth quarter kind of showed that, okay, I don't know if our defense can. This is where the analytics fall short. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things. The game yeah. situation. I don't know if we can stop these guys again. So let's take, we yeah. want to make sure that we have the football once they go score. Once they go score, not if they score. I think that's a big piece of it, too. And I'm not exactly sure this is what you're saying or not. But like, I thought both defenses were shot, especially the defensive yeah. front. So if you win the coin toss, at least yours can rest a little longer than right. the other one. You know, I mean, I thought that was a pivotal part of that that process. Now, I do think once the Niners score or Team A scores, and of course it gets you know exemplified with a great quarterback like Mahomes. But now they're all the the decisions are done. You know, you know yeah. you're going to go for it. Really, all you got to do is pick up ten yards on four plays over and over and over, yeah. which doesn't sound hard. You know, yeah, you can still screw it up, but well, it a penalty sound hard. or exactly. anything right. like that, which is kind of what happened with San Francisco's drive. Right. The one mistake I thought Shanahan and I, I criticized this at the time. This isn't. I, they had fourth and at the end of regulation, just after the two minute warning. I it was like fourth and four. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. And they're exactly. deep in they're deep in Kansas City territory, and I'm like, I go for this because I don't want to give the ball back to Mahomes. We talked about it after the yeah. after the game against Buffalo. I don't want to give the ball back to Mahomes with two minutes left and two timeouts, which is an eternity, and say, okay, all you need, you know, yeah, a field goal to tie a touchdown to win. Mm-hmm. Um, Just because that's almost an impossible thing to stop yeah. at that stage of the game. Yeah. Where if I can get this if I pick up the if I pick up the first down, we can run the clock out and kick the game winning field goal mm-hmm. game over. I know I win that. I know way. I win. Yeah. I, I, at least I don't win hoping Mahomes doesn't kill us. Like yeah. that's the most help, hopeless feeling and helpless feeling of it all. Like this is kind of a side note, but I think you're going to see teams even more and more when they're up 7 or up 8 or whatever. Letting teams score just so you don't give Allen Mahomes whatever, you know, the, the, all the clock and timeouts to work with, you know, with only a field goal needed or only a touchdown needed or whatever, you know, especially a field goal. Like if you're up four or whatever, you let let them score and get it to a field goal game and you get the ball back. You know, just controlling your own fate at the end of football games is just so important. Yeah, they faced it was uh, so it was third and four at the Kansas City. I had second actually it's second and four at the Kansas City nine. Okay. McCaffrey, no gain. Runs for no gain. That's it. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. That's I'm looking at that backwards. They had 
No, that's right. And this that, is at the yeah. end of the this regulation. Is, this is at the end of regulation. Um, second and fourth to Kansas City nine. No, that's the, that is the end. That's the end of that's that's the end of the fourth quarter. Here, where's there? Here it is. Okay, this is the one. Okay. So they had second and five at the Kansas City thirty-five. Okay. And so they weren't that deep in their own end. Right. You got second and five. Throw past the Kittle for no gain. Then you come out of that. It's a two-minute warning. Uh, shotgun, Brock Purdy pass incomplete to Juan Jennings, and then you kick the field goal, 53-yard field goal, which isn't a given. Which isn't Moody. a given, too, because that's that's a pretty good boot. And your kicker's a little uncertain, too. It's second and five with 245 remaining, mm-hmm. and Kansas City's not using its timeouts yet. I would run the ball I'm there. still running the ball yeah, there yeah, yeah. To, try to, to try to take more time off the clock and force them to use their timeouts because yeah. knowing that I'm going to go for it probably on fourth down here. Mm-hmm. You have two downs. I've got two downs to get five yards. Okay. Yeah, Actually, they had three downs to get five yards. Exactly. And they didn't exactly. do it. They didn't do it. And that That's where I differed with them, too. And I think people are too hard on Shanahan today than they should be, period. You know, I mean, I didn't think he coached a bad game or – and people are thinking, you know, he's Marv Levy. He's just going to keep going to Super Bowls and lose. <laughs> well, Marv Levy's in the Hall of Fame, but <laughs> but I'm with you. That that third and five, I remember turning to my son, going, "Why didn't they run the ball there?" You know, like yeah. And they you got two shots you to get five shots, yards, and you want to eat clock, yeah, yeah and an incomplete pass or you, know, you also want to. I mean, you want to try to get closer. And Kansas City mm-hmm. at that point had started blitzing on those third down That's situations. Your, they blitzed a ton all day. Too. Yeah, a lot of them are like run blitzes. But no, you're right too. I'm like, this is not a gimme field goal. I'm sure McCaffrey's going to get two or three on a carry, if right. not the first down. Oh, he, right. he was pretty consistent in gaining positive yardage something. on his yeah. run, something. I, I just would have treated that differently. I, I yeah. think at times, if, if I do have a criticism of, of Shanahan and the way he calls a game, he gets away from his running game a little bit. too easily. He does. He, that, that's certainly a history of his. Now, this is easier said than done, but you saw it with the Chiefs, too, like— when it really mattered late in the game, the guys touching the ball were Mahomes, of course, as a runner as well, yeah. and Kelsey. And like, Kelsey. Like, Reed gets the ball in the hands of his best players. Yeah. It's not use check and Jennings and those type of dudes. Like, they go to their studs. Yeah. And Shanahan doesn't always. Yeah. And, and you know, that that to me, um, you know, you've, you've got, again, a situation there. McCaffrey picked up five yards on first down. Yeah, you had him where you're, you you're in an advantageous situation now. Second it's sec- and five. It's second and five. Or use, yeah. work with is a lot. And yeah. you've got plenty of time. You plenty like of time. Like, time. time is on your side, not on Kansas City. You City's. want to milk the clock. Yeah, keep yeah. running the clock down. They're not using their timeouts. They're going to let you run it down past the two-minute warning here. Yeah. Do Use it. Okay, you want to do that? You want to save those timeouts when, when we score with 30 seconds left mm-hmm. and you have two timeouts left? Fine. So, bigger picture with this game, I'm not detracting from Mahomes at all. Anyone that's ever listened to me, I think he's the greatest that's ever lived. I think this helps to go a long way with that. He was really, really good dealing with pressure early on. The Niners' D-line was winning early in this game over and over and over. Mahomes made some big plays with his legs. that's when San Francisco lost this game. That's what I say. It's it's 0-0 after a quarter, and and Kansas City's never had the ball. Yeah. I mean, even... (laughs) Later than that, I mean, it was what three nothing for a long time, yeah. and you were you, the better team. You were the better team. You were dominating the play, yep. and you weren't scoring. And both lines of scrimmage, you were winning, especially on D. And that doesn't mean that hey, if you even if you got twenty nothing, it doesn't mean this game's over. Right. But it's a heck of a lot better chance, of course. But that was huge to me. Is Mahomes did a lot of great things, and he was best when it matters most, and um, he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. That being said. I don't think the the game was lost by, boy, their quarterback was just so much better than us. It, was, it wasn't like we couldn't guard Jordan, who scored 65 points, yeah. you know, and was just dominant. And that's not detracting from Mahomes. It's kind of just they lost on special teams. Their third downs were poor. They lost kind of in the margins in a very, very close game. So I know this kind of reflects on the Steelers, but... If you told me who am I going to pick to win the Super Bowl next year, I probably would take the Chiefs, or I would definitely take consider a quarterback like Allen or Lamar. It's it's a huge advantage, and but I don't I don't think you can't keep up with those teams if you play a pretty clean game in the margins. And yeah. win this a, win this a was a twenty five twenty two game. Yeah, with Patrick Mahomes, who's the best quarterback in the league. Right, five full quarters of play basically against Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. 
who is not... Who played well. He played fine, yeah. but he's not the best quarterback in the league. Right, right. I don't even know that he's one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. Right, he's in that conversation. Yeah. You know, right. And I'm not saying you could just throw Pickett out there and you'll be fine and you'll beat the Chiefs, but there are blueprints that... I think it's a little bit short-sighted just to say, they have the best quarterback, they're going to win every year. You it doesn't know, happen that way. There's more to it that way. There's more to it. And there were two or three bounces that went the Chiefs' way. There's probably 10 during this dynasty that have gone their way. You know, also Ford lines up in the in the neutral zone. Yeah. Maybe they could have won another one. You know, like all these things, there's a lot of come down to two or three plays a game that if they go your way, that punt that hits the, the foot of the uh, niner that McLeod has to then try to jump on, that was a play of the game. And that's just kind of a luck situation, yeah. you know. That's every single every big football game. game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It has two or three plays that change the outcome mm-hmm. of the game. Even in a, if it's a fifty-five nothing route, there were two or three plays in that game that early took you down the road. Set the set yeah, yeah, the tone yeah, yeah. for the way the game finished. Yeah, I, I mean, if your playoff caliber teams are above, I mean, legit contenders, good football teams, there's rarely blowouts where a team just pushes the other one around, and that's not what happened at all last night. Or Holmes just wasn't this unstoppable avalanche that no one could deal with. He was really, really good and. We're picking up teams. He's my first pick times a thousand, obviously. But I get back to Shanahan. I can't believe Shanahan and Purdy can't win one together. You know, like oh, they got to blow this whole thing up. You're right there. You know, you're yeah. right there. Their get problem it. is, is that you know now the cap situation starts to get a little more. This was probably their best window. This was the best yeah. window. Yeah. yeah. But if you're a little better on special teams, if you're a little better on third downs, maybe you walk out of there with the trophy. Yeah. Maybe. You know. Uh, let's talk about one of the other elephants in the room here, and this mm-hmm. was the situation with, with Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. Yeah, bad look, man. Horrible doing? look. What are you doing? And, and I can't believe that the commentators on the game just kind of glossed over that. Yeah. I mean... He, he runs up, gets in the face, and pushes say, the head coach. contact with the head coach, who's the most respected guy in the league, basically, yeah. <laughs> give or take. Like... What are you doing? And I've heard people say, "Well, that that let the te- that got the team fired up, and then he started getting the football." I'm like, "No, that was bad." I mean, that, yeah, was, that was an A bad. in the first half mm-hmm. when he was not getting the football, right? And they didn't give him get him the football really until the fourth quarter, right? And Reed's going to get the ball to his best players no matter yeah. what. This know? was an hours after the ball. Oh, hours, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So I was actually on Mark Madden's show right before we hit record. And I thought Mark said it well. He said something like, I give Reed all the credit in the world for just kind of being the bigger man and just not making a fuss out of it in that situation. And I said, you know what? If you if you look at the Chiefs team building, everyone knows Tyreek Hill would not have been on like anyone's draft boards. Yeah. But it's easy to forget now because they've had such good careers. But Chris Jones and Kelsey, they slipped on draft boards for, quote, character reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know what the deals were, but they would have been drafted noticeably higher had they not had some kind of character red flags. So he, like a Tomlin, deals with big egos and manages his building no matter what. And I think that's a great testament to Reed that he didn't flip out considering – Kelsey flipped out. Like, what are you doing? He completely flipped doing? out. If you're the Chiefs, and this is only a small part of that, but do you consider trading Travis Kelsey now at this point? No, not just for one incident. It may be, though, something that, I mean, he's 35 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, he blatantly said, hey, I'm coming back while he's hugging Taylor and all that. Yeah. You know, maybe he even reconsiders. I have no idea. But I don't think he would go anywhere. I think he'd just hang it up. That's fine. You know, they're going to try to run it back. I, I, I get it. You're going to try to run it back. And, and But he's a declining player. There's no doubt. Yeah. Good players get away with more things like that. But yeah. I just imagine if that happened to Mike Tomlin, the uproar. Oh, I know. Mike Tomlin's lost control. Lost this control. Lost, lost control. Lost control. Yeah. Or that just it, happened to Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And emotions are high, and it's, you know, there's no excusing it. That's no. a terrible move. No. And I'm shocked that it wasn't talked about more. Probably would be talked about more today if they would end up losing. You know, now everyone's back to Travis and Taylor and everyone's happy and blah, blah, blah. But what are you doing? I mean, that was a, a low light in Super Bowl history. There's no doubt. I, yeah. I just can't. First of all, I can't listen to any more games with Tony Romo. It's gotten really bad. He is awful. I used to think he was the best like five years ago. He's awful. He 
he's really bad. I Captain Obvious and yeah. just, oh, it's my like God. It's like he doesn't prepare much. No. It's, yeah, I mean, it's like he doesn't even want to be there. Know, right. He's going through of, the motions. Uh, there's a lot of players he doesn't know much about or, yeah. you know, weird, weird stuff. He has changed dramatically. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just give us an opinion on something. 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 Or even some of his stuff, like, that he should be good at, the, the clock management stuff. I look at him like, that's not the right move there. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him, but he's not nearly the, the guy he used to be. But how a player who's in the booth can't give – any kind of opinion on somebody picking a run at the head coach? Yeah. This, like, how would that be on the sidelines when you were playing? Right, yeah, right. How would that have flown? You know, that, yeah, you know, if you're the if you put yourself, you're the you're the, the the color guy in this game. Yeah. Put yourself in Mahomes' shoes. You were a quarterback. You were a quarterback, right? And, and Jason Witten. Right? Jason Witten right, goes right, right. after the head coach. Hall of Fame type guy, great player. What's what's your reaction? Right. I mean, that's. I don't have a reaction. I don't have much more to say about it. But it's you've just, been in those shoes. He's he been in those shoes before. About he's, you know, I'm and sure the whole he's, yeah. needs to talk more about it. Yeah. Like, that's a straight up there with Greenlaw getting hurt coming off the yeah. sideline. Like, that's just a weird occurrence. I mean, one of them was a total accident. You feel bad for the guy. The other one, he kind of just got off the hook for doing something very detrimental to the team. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just thought it was bizarre. Um, you know, not that it took away from the game or anything like no, that. No, no. But... No one seems to be talking about it, though. It, it kind of just the Chiefs, and, and this was you know they've always been kind of the oh look they're they're so fun loving team, mm-hmm. and they became a little more unlikable this year. They did it, even Mahomes like during that Raiders stretch when they yeah. were bad, and yep, and they have. Uh, but so the Patriots after a while, you know, like. Part of it, I think, is when you just start beating everyone, it's not cute anymore. I thought the Patriots <laughs> you know? were always kind of unlikable. Well, Belichick always had that emperor feel to yeah. him, right? They weren't exactly. Uh, nobody can not they like doing burger commercials. Nobody, and nobody can not like and, yeah. Andy Reid. Right, one hundred percent on that. Yeah, but the Mahomes stuff with the with the whining after you know, yeah, you know yeah. the play. You got you uh, got Kelsey Tony's taking game, a run yeah. at the at, at the head coach in a game. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's bad. It's bad juju. Yeah, yeah, right. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they won the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah, right, right, and, and yeah. kudos to them. Yeah, and they won it. And then to this, you know, victors go the spoils. But I think that their their reputation took a little bit of a. I think it did over hit the course this year. of the year too. Yeah, and they were under a microscope even more. I think the Taylor Swift stuff is monstrous with that. You know, she's the biggest star in the world, and I just a lot more eyes on the Chiefs than there ever have been too. And they may not have handled it as well as they should have. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyways, let's get to a break. Yeah, sure. He is. The Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Well, we just saw a team take the Chiefs to the uh, to the brink there. We'll yeah. talk about what the Steelers need to do to maybe replicate some of that All right. right after this. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, um, Kansas City Chiefs are on the Steelers' schedule mm. for 2024. They actually come to Acrisure Field. Acrisure Stadium. Yeah, um, long day, long night. Actually, <laughs> uh, Acrisure Stadium. So, looking at that, people are automatically well. The Steelers can't compete with the Chiefs. Oh, that's a loss. Yeah, right. That's yeah. a loss. Yeah. Uh, what do they need to do? And obviously, the Chiefs are going to look much different. Yeah, next yeah, year. Them, they're going to have there. a couple pieces missing for sure. Um, but before we go there, let's take a kind of another a similar approach. But like. If I'm the if this was Niners radio right now, I wouldn't be like, well, Shanahan's a lot because Shanahan's a lot like Eagles version of Andy Reid. You know, I mean, he's yeah. gotten close. He's considered the best offensive mind in the league. You know, up and coming young coach. People don't remember Reid as an up and coming young coach in the Shanahan offense. Different Shanahan. You know, you know, learn from all Walsh tree, and it's easy to say, Purdy's fine. We just have to get our Mahomes. Well, you're not going to do that, folks. You know, right. like so. I'm trying to eliminate that from the equation. Yeah. You know, like the Ravens and the Bills are at least in the stratosphere. You know, a couple quarterbacks are, but getting even your Lamar or your Allen isn't going to happen. And the Niners, amazingly, made one of the worst trades in NFL history to go get Lance and didn't pay for it. You know, because they frankly lucked into a quarterback in the at the end of the draft. You yeah. know, so if you're them. I think you keep the course. If you're the Steelers, I think you look at the Niners and say, that's probably our best bet approach. We're not going to get 
our next Mahomes. I think there's 25 teams in the league that have to exactly. look at it that way. Exactly. And it doesn't mean that none of them can win the Super Bowl or none of them can kill Superman. You know, I mean, and he is. He's Superman. But I think you have to look at it and be like, if we play that game a little cleaner, we greatly enhance our chances of winning. Could the Steelers get to that point? Well, the offense has a long way to go. I mean, that was – how about this number? So Aaron Schatz put out, you know, DVOA guy, if people don't know, that the Chiefs had the hardest versus DVOA stretch of teams in the, that any Super Bowl winner ever has, you know, that their, their playoff games that they beat. And they also beat the top four offenses in the league by DVOA when it was all said and done. So – can the Steelers get to being a top four type offense? I mean, that's a massive stride from where they're at, of yeah. course. But you got to think it's going the right direction, at least. Um, I do think a physical nature has a lot to do with it. You know, winning at both lines of scrimmage, as I thought the Niners did for much of that game. But you can't fumble in the red zone and have punts b- bounce off your foot and things like that, too, you know. Yeah, I mean, you do need a, a little bit of luck. Here. But yeah. this is this is a Chiefs team that lost to the Raiders last year. Yeah. I also think beating the Chiefs in the regular season is an easier task than in the Super Bowl or the postseason. No, I get that. Yeah, there's yeah. no question about that. But, I mean, they lost six games this year. Yeah. yeah. They weren't some unbeatable juggernaut. Their offense wasn't particularly good. I mean, it was okay. Yeah. Even yet, in that game, again, we... They had three points in the first half of that game. Yeah. That's where you he was can't under lose it. All the time. That's where you can't lose it. Yeah. It's the same thing that happened, and we talked about this at the time when the Steelers went out there two years or three years ago now and played them in the playoffs. Yeah. The defense got stops six consecutive times against this team. Mm-hmm. You got to score. You got to score whenever everything has to fall into place. One side of the ball can't show up, and the other not, yeah. obviously. And even the, the Niners, though, I mean, they're getting a ton of pressure on Mahomes early in that game. And he's not taking a ton of sacks or doing a lot of bad things. But you're moving the football early. The opening drive, you're walking down the field against the Chiefs. And unfortunately, you fumble. And, you know, it's McCaffrey. He gets a pass. He's tremendous. Trent Williams has two penalties in a row. You yeah. know, like little things. This game was lost in the margins. Special teams, which we knew the Chiefs had an advantage going in, well, you should be better on special teams. Like, yeah, if you don't get a a, a, a extra point blocked, right? You win you this game. Win this game. You might you win the game do. of regulation. You probably do. And yeah. in particular, that goofy punt situation, you know. And they were like three of sixteen or something on third downs. You know, like they got into third and longs too much and didn't convert on third downs. I mean, little things. But if you look at the team stats, they're almost identical. Except for third downs. Yeah. You know, they both turned Three for 12. Stuff. Three for 12. Three okay. for 12. That was one of the only stats that was greatly favoring Kansas City. Yeah. Kansas City was 9 of 19 on third downs. Yeah. It's a significant difference. It's a significant difference. Right. But yeah. all in all, it was a very equally played game. Um, yeah. I mean, the one, you know, one of the other big differences is yards per play. Mm-hmm. 5.8 yards per play for Kansas City. Like five, five, four, five four for yeah. San Francisco. Okay. So a couple notes. This isn't as much Steeler related, but it's also how you beat the Chiefs. Chief blitz. The Chiefs blitzed at over fifty percent rate. A lot of it was run downs, run blitzes, but they were still bringing pressure. And because they were really having trouble stopping McCaffrey, they were early they were, in the game, one hundred percent. And I think they dedicated themselves to that. With hey Purdy, you beat us if you can. And per- again, Purdy played well, but he never made them. Die by the blitz. You live by the blitz, you yeah. die by the blitz. He never smoked them over the top with a you know great blitz pickup, chuck one up, Debo beats one-on-one. Like, they never made that big game-changing, which would change their yards for play dramatically, the 60-yarder against the blitz. They never had that in this game. Yeah, I mean, their long pass, San Francisco's long pass play in the game was 24 yards, and mm-hmm. that was McCaffrey. On the trick play, probably the touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's wide, all yards after, open. Yeah. all run after the catch. Yeah, and he just flat out tricked him, and he's all alone. So another thing I thought of, or that I thought of from a Steeler perspective, that I heard Mike Lombardi talking about today. He was saying a problem with the way the Niners' defense is constructed, which rarely shows up in the regular season, but it can as the season goes on, and certainly in playoff games or long, exhausting games, is their two D line. Dependent, You know, like when the D-line starts to wear out and they've been on the field for 60 plays and you don't have the huge lead, all of a sudden your secondary kind of gets exposed. You know, and he kind of equated to a pitcher. He's like, 
in the eighth inning, your 102-mile-an-hour fastball is 95, and you don't have a curve or a sinker or a slider yeah. or you know off-speed pitch. Like You have to be able to play defense more than one way, and I think that's maybe where you start if you're the Steelers, is how can we be not only an upper-tier defense, which they pretty much were, but how can we play it any way you want? You know, we can play man, we can play zone, we can stop the run. We're not too reliant on one aspect of our team. Yeah, you know? well, I think that's one thing that that you look at uh, as we head into this off season. Uh, one of the big reasons why they need to continue to upgrade the secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, the front, the front seven is quite good. Quite good. Yeah. The back, you know, the back four. You need to continue to, to mm-hmm. add players to that. You know, two years ago we saw. And this would be the case for anybody, but you lose a great player like Watt. Boy, the defense really suffered. But this year, if Watt wasn't in the game, the splits weren't unbelievably different. You know, like yeah. you could survive not having your fastball. I mean, for they, a they played without Cam Hayward for a long stretch. They played exactly. without Minka Fitzpatrick exactly. at times. Like, not to know. mention the depth they had to dig into at linebacker and yeah. safety at times too. So they showed they could adapt when bad things happened and not get sunk. You know, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be as good as when everyone's at their best. Of well, course. Really, we talked about it when we were picking the game. I think we both thought the 49ers had the better overall team. Yes. But Kansas City has Mahomes. Yeah, just couldn't pick against Mahomes. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, and, and again, this was a, a an even football game. It was. One of my logics of picking the Chiefs, too, in his very Mahomes and been there, done it related, I thought the Chiefs would be the better team in the first quarter, the better team in the fourth quarter, who knows in the middle. Well, I think I was right about the fourth quarter, but I definitely was wrong about the first quarter. But the Niners didn't hurt them bad enough. Right. You know, I mean, when the Kansas City turned the ball over, they didn't take advantage of it. No. And they had the the interception at the beginning of the first half or the second half. Yeah. Uh, was a bad interception bad. by Mahomes, and you got the ball at midfield. You have to get points. You got to get points. You have to. Get points you have to. If, right. if they score there. I mean, even if they make it thirteen to three, it's a big difference. It's a huge difference. Yeah. Instead, they get nothing. They punt the ball back, and it's like, uh, okay. I'm not sure if I quite believe this number, but it's not too far off. But Pro Football Focus had Mahomes with only one turnover-worthy play. It was that one, despite being under a ton of pressure? I thought there was one or two that eh, was ill-advised. Yeah. But all in all, he wasn't just chucking and ducking, and you know, yeah. that one got away from him. He missed Kelsey, or it was just a bad whatever it was. But you're not going to get many from him, right. and you better get either f- flip the field dramatically field position wise if it's deep in your own end, or at least get three out of it. And another time I, th- I thought was the Chiefs' last drive of the half, knowing that Kansas City was getting the ball in the second half. I turned to my son. I'm like, the Chiefs get points here. I think I'm live betting them at the half. I don't care what <laughs> happens. It's just that you know you you win the that that eight minute stretch at the end of the half and then the beginning of the half. And you give Reed the whole halftime to game plan. I'm like and even extended halftime. Hey, that's what I mean, right? Yeah. They're scripting plays back there and getting IVs and relax. You know, right? It's like this is pivotal. And Kansas City just getting three there with their last possession in the first half is like okay, you know you you kind of righted the ship a little bit. Yeah, yeah. they they took a bunch of punches, but they're still standing, and you should have knocked them out. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I I I just think you know you could overcome. It, it kind of plays to what you know the Steelers' philosophy was going into this season. We don't want our quarterbacks turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. If you don't turn the ball over, you play good defense, you run the football, you're going to be in pretty much every football game. Sure. I mean, what's this game go? Like you said, there's so, so many games, even if they're blowouts, become blowouts because you're down 20 nothing, and then you're playing left-handed yeah. and all these things. So, hypothetical on the first drive, if McCaffrey doesn't fumble, they at least get three there on the opening right. drive. Right. You know, I mean, and then... See the chips land where they may, but they were the better team at that point and walked away with zero at that point. Yeah, know? that's what that's where it hurts. Yeah, um, you know, even if you think back to to some of the Steeler losses this season, um, the Houston game sixteen to six, it ends up thirty to six, but it was sixteen to six late in the third quarter. Yeah, it was there to win if if you don't start making the mistakes. Yeah, um, and then it snowballs, and then you get, and then it snowballs. Blow even the, you know. Uh, I know they didn't do anything in the first half against against San Francisco in the mm-hmm. opener. Um, you got to get some stops in there, but but once it gets away from you, once it gets it, away you can't from let you, it's away. away from you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. 
and that's that's a good thing about the Chiefs too is they've been always really good at not letting things get away when when they don't play their A game, which they didn't. I don't think they played their A game yesterday on offense. No. for sure, defense played pretty well, but it, you still. We're in it. You know, you're still standing in the ring. You're still taking your lumps, yeah. but, you know, it wasn't your A game. Yeah, and if you look at that that Chiefs team, from a, from a Chiefs perspective, two solid cornerbacks go a long way towards, uh, you know, playing, oh, yeah. playing defense in this league. The way the secondary played in general was yeah. massive, and um, McDuffie and Sneed, I assume that's what you're referring yeah. to. I mean, that's humongous, and... You know, a star up front, and you know their defense can do a lot of things to you. They have a fastball, they have a slider, they you know they can do whatever you want. And I think that was pivotal. Real quick, I thought in the Niners playoff run, this was probably the game they played best, but it's the only one they lost. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, sometimes it's how it goes. It's yeah. a close game, but they they might have got a little lucky against Green Bay and Detroit. A little unlucky here, but it's all everyone remembers. You know, no, Shanahan's a loser, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, hey, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, that that's that's where everything stands here. We'll see. Um, well, we got the, basically the next three months or so to, to for teams to start yeah. maneuvering and changing the, the, the lineups and, and, and adding. That's the one thing that I look at with the Steelers going into this offseason. If you look at pretty much all the other teams around the league, and we'll get more into this. Actually, sure. somebody put out a, a, a power rankings post-Super post Bowl. I think ESPN did. Um, the Steelers are going to be able to add. Much more than they lose. To, uh, they, could come, they could roll the same starting lineup back out next year if they so choose, other than, so other choose. than Levi Wallace. Okay. He's the right, only right, guy right. that was a, a quote unquote starter who's mm-hmm. who's a unrestricted free agent. Yeah. Outside of that, they could run it back. They could run the exact same group out. And obviously but they'll get an opportunity be, to add to it. Yeah. I mean they're they're gonna upgrade it a couple spots, or at least on paper gonna yeah. upgrade. We'll see how they work out, of course. But that's I bet they're one of the few teams, and I'm sure they're the only playoff team that could say that. Like when you look at, uh, for example, Pro Football Focus put out a thing in, uh, last week, potential franchise candidates for each for each team. I did see that, yeah. There's none for the Steelers. No, there's there's nobody that that's going to be a free agent that you would even think about franchising because they're, none of them are quote unquote important enough to do mm-hmm. that with. Not a big enough loss. It's not a big right. enough loss that you would look to, to use that kind of like capital. Kansas City has two clear ones on defense, right? And you can only do they're going to lose right. guys. They're yeah, going to lose at least one of those guys. I would assume so. I yeah. would assume so. Um, you know, the same thing with Baltimore. The same thing with Cleveland. Cincinnati's going to lose guys. Yeah. These teams are all going to lose people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really hard to be a winning team in this league, and that's how it's constructed to gain more in the offseason than you lose. And I think everyone listening will say, Steelers are going to gain more this offseason than they lose. You would think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they're going to have and an opportunity to add. are going to be calculated. Oh, yeah. Allen Robinson's not worth the money. Right. Boom, he's gone. You know, right. So, yeah, those are losses you had, you knew were coming anyways. Yeah, there are ju- adjustments that you can make that you want to make. Yeah. You don't oh, have yeah. to make them. You don't have to make them. Like, oh, man, we're losing Jones. We have to draft the defensive tackle in the first round. Yeah. Because we can't go get one off the street, or you know, whatever. But that's so, all. I mean, I, I expect a better if if everything works out the way, that, and nothing ever does. But no. if 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 your off season moves are calculated in the correct way, the Steelers should be a better team in twenty twenty four than they were in twenty twenty three. Yeah, I mean, this should definitely be the case. When camp opens, they should have a better roster than when the two thousand twenty three season ended. Yeah, I mean, there's no excuse they don't. Right. I mean, yeah. they they should like. Since he might not be able to say that, they might have a new right tackle, tight end, third receiver, and nose tackle. You know yeah. that are all just prominent players right. and corner. You know, I mean, I'm talking about just free agents they have. You know, well, let's go over that uh, power rankings. All right, when we get back, he is the Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We will be back with more right after this. Hey, Steeler fans, gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players. Authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. They're located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City, Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or visit online at shop.steelers.com. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly, and you're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio, and I, I referenced the uh, ESPN uh, early NFL power rankings for 2020. <laughs> Certainly early. It's very early. Early's not very early. <laughs> not doing it justice. So you want to start this from the top or the bottom? Let's start with the garbage. Okay. 
and, and here's the thing: we just saw the Houston Texans. They would have been like 32. They were if they weren't 32, they were been, 30. Yeah, Arizona would yeah. have been there. I mean, right? But Houston would be at the bottom. So at 32 is Carolina. And we obviously didn't even know C.J. Stroud was going to be a Texan at that point. Right. Or, you know, right. Carolina has to be 30. They only have a first-round draft pick. That's the thing. is that Their ability to get better is, is a little limited. It's, they yeah. do have cap space, though. They happen to mention cap space or any, you know. Uh, they don't not like really, that. no. Okay. But their roster stinks. Uh, at 31 is Washington. Tend to agree. Yeah. Tend to agree. Defense was so bad, but at least they have a lot of picks. I mean, they're, you talk about a team that's going to look a lot different, though. I mean, they're going to have a new quarterback. They have those picks from the Sweat and Chase Young trade, and they pick early on their own, and they have a ton of cap space. Yeah. So. But the Chase Young Sweat trades was what a second and a, and a third, I think. Yeah. I mean, okay, you can. I'm just saying you got extra. Yeah. I think they have four day two picks. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're more than one draft oh, away, though. Yeah, I don't think they're the next Texans. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But at least their team will look a lot better. Yeah. At 30 are the Patriots. They at least have a ton of cap space, and they pick early for the first time in forever. 29 are the Cardinals. They still need a lot. Yeah. They still need a lot. By the way, I just want to remind everybody, Cliff Kingsbury did not win in college with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> that is just a fact. Just drive that, that home a little, like, a little yep. bit more there. Um, at 28, the Tennessee Titans. Hmm. Might even be lower on that. They could be a team that that is finds itself at thirty two mm-hmm. at some point next season. Yeah, they could. You know, like I have mixed feelings on Levis. I didn't like him coming out of school. He flashed some good, some bad. But I think I'd rather take my chances with Drake May or. There's not a lot on that roster that you yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. One of the teams we mentioned that's going to draft one. A twenty seven of the Giants. Yeah, they need a lot of stuff. I mean. All these teams really need like ten starters. At twenty six are the Falcons. Hmm. I kind of differ on that one. If they can figure out something at quarterback, I think they'll compete in that division. Maybe win ten games. The problem is that division might all be in the twenties. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I mean it's always it, right? bad. Yeah, it is bad. But their defense was noticeably improved, and they got players on offense. At twenty five are the Chargers. Yeah, they're going to go backwards. They might. They might be lower than that. They might be lower than that. I mean, quarterback With Justin Herbert. Yeah. yeah, we've talked about this a lot. But fifty-four point two million dollars over the salary cap. Are they really? That's that's a thing. And that, even releasing some of those guys. That's really. Not it, it's not like relief. you can release two guys and okay, we're under the cap. Two deadbeats that we don't. Need no, because they're the, the the cap hits are so high, mm-hmm. and the in the money the dead money is so high. You're going to need to re- release like five just to get to fifty four million, <laughs> and have a ton of dead dead cap space. And, and yeah, all that eat too. all that, and you don't have the players. You know, we just finished last segment talking about how it'll be a crime if the Steelers roster isn't better to start next season as it is to finish this one. The Chargers almost have no chance of that happening. None. Yeah, right. None. Except for Herbert being healthy. Uh, at twenty four, the Raiders. I still think that's a bad roster. And I know Pierce is a great story. I hope it works out for him, but I wonder if he's a head coach. You know what I mean? Like he's only been coaching like three or four years. Period. As a, I mean, he was a player not long ago. If you can coach, though, you can coach. If you can command the I'm room, he does. Um, I just think he's got a tougher task than people realize. Yeah. Uh, at twenty three, the Broncos. Hmm. Where's their bread and butter anymore? They don't have a quarterback. I mean, who are their stars? Yeah. Besides Sertain. They got some okay players, but not great. At twenty-two, the Saints. Yeah, pretty old. They're pretty old. Yeah, I, I can see that roster looking a little different. At twenty-one, Chicago. I think they're looking at Chicago, saying they got two early picks, a lot of cap space. Maybe Fields turns into more. The the, the grass is greener. Yeah, yeah, you know they could be this year's Texans. Could be, yeah, yeah. I could see that. The division isn't yeah, I mean, isn't all that brutal. Conference yeah. isn't all that brutal. It actually looks like the NFC is getting some young quarterbacks infused in their side finally. Yeah. You know. 20 is Minnesota. I could see that. I think Cousins was back and they try to take another shot, probably win 8 or 9 games again, yeah. you know, and are mediocre, but defense isn't very talented. No. At 19, Seattle. Hmm, I might have them higher, but is Gino is what he is at this point too? Maybe, Probably. yeah. Probably could they be a sneaky team to go get a quarterback? Draft one. I mean, I could see trading up. 
Yeah. Um, if they happen to love him. You got a new head coach or, in there. It's not he's not married. He's uh, Geno yeah. Smith. Like, okay. Yeah. I almost feel like it's a crime if they don't draft one, at least like in the first two rounds, Pennix yeah. or you know Knicks or somebody like that. And I bet they regret it. I said this last year. Like, I was kind of wrong about one. I think I'm kind of wrong right about the other. But the, the Lions and the Seahawks last year had extra picks because of the Wilson and Stafford yeah. trades. And they're rolling with Goff at this point and Geno, both of whom were coming off decent years. And I thought, this is your opportunity. You should draft one. And the Lions drafted Hooker, which who knows if that's going to work out or not. And Goff looks better than I thought. But it just seemed like a golden opportunity for Seattle to – you got these extra picks. Maybe not with the Witherspoon pick, but land somebody. Yeah, yeah. Have somebody waiting in the wings. At 18, the Steelers. I'd probably put them higher than that. They got to be higher than that. I'm sure the, the whole paragraph's about the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Find a quarterback. If Kenny Pickett goes out and plays in 2024, the same way that he did in 2023, mm-hmm. you went seven and five yeah. with Kenny Pickett playing like that. He was seven and five as a starter. He was this seven year. and five in games that he started, and he was seven and two in games he started and finished. Yeah, so I thought he was better than that in games he started and finished. Right. You need more from you him. You need more. I'm not saying it, that would be acceptable. Right, right, right. But I'm right. just saying you, 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 he's 14 and 10 as a starter in his career. You do win games with him. You I mean, win that's games. Undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you. But they're going to do something at quarterback yeah. in some way, shape, or form. So, I mean, he's going to be better. You have to realize the supporting cast around him on both sides should be improved. Right. And it wasn't bad. No, that's what I'm saying. Eight, I mean? 18 is too low. I think 18 I don't know where low, I would yeah. put them. I'll have right, to see right, who's right. above we'll them here, but. Again, we just we just talked about in the previous segment, their entire starting lineup is back. I mean, <laughs> probably they're in the bottom two or three in terms of what they're losing. I would think. I yeah. would think. You know, I mean, I don't know that for a fact. But of upcoming free agents slash cap casualties, I bet their list is as light as anybody's. At 17 of the Jets. Yeah. I mean, Rodgers... Is the biggest wild card on this whole list, probably. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, and certainly they'd have been a lot better with Rodgers yeah. this year. It's sixteen, Tampa Bay. I can't. Oh, I'd go lower. On I that. can't go Tampa Bay above the Steelers. I just can't. Yeah, I get the Jets. I get it. Yeah, they can't put Tampa Bay up there. I'm not sure Baker's a, a dude either. You expect him to do it two years in a row? And even if he's as good as this year, that's still better than he's been, but not great. And they're probably going to lose they've Mike got, Evans. I think they have two or three. They're probably going to— Winfield, I mean, Evans. I thought they had another name. I'm Levante, David. David. Yeah. I mean, guys that are important to them. White's not as important. But they have some They're gonna. They have some brand-name dudes leaving. Uh, 15, the Colts. That's a total crapshoot. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know if Anthony Richardson's any good or not. No. I don't even know, I don't even know if he can finish a football game. <laughs> I kind of like how the roster's constructed. I don't, I don't disagree with that, but I don't know if he can finish a football game because yeah. he's never done it. I wonder what they do at backup quarterback because Minshew's up. Yeah. And I don't know if you run it back. I'd rather have an athletic that Tyrod Taylor maybe. But I wish they had more defensive stardom too. Like Buckner started to get up in age. Leonard's shot. You know, he's I mean, gone. He's gone. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't really even play anymore. And then two of their best defensive backs, Blackman and Moore, are both up too. Yeah. I can't yeah. get past the – I mean, if you to put on there, like offseason into words, down to business, uh, it should be, is Richardson good? Yeah, Richardson, question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, if you're yeah, going to yeah, question yeah. the Steelers quarterback situation, sure, you have to question that one. You do. I mean, he was really exciting, but coming in the, being an athletic rookie is exciting, period. You yeah, know right. I mean? Like, we knew he was exciting. Yeah, you yeah. knew he was an athletic yeah. quarterback. He yeah. didn't show you anything beyond that. No, he's got a world of talent, but we need to see something more. I mean, it's a massive incomplete grade. Uh, at 14 is Jacksonville. Eh, there would be in the middle somewhere. I, I yeah. get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, at 13, the Bengals. Can make I think the their argument. roster will be worse than it was, yeah. but you get Burrow back. You get Burrow back. Yeah, yeah. At 12, the Rams. I guess. I think they. I know they had a ton of dead cap money. Yeah. I'm assuming they can Aaron add. Donald and Stafford aren't getting any younger, though. That's the thing. They're, and Cup's not the same. And Cup's not getting you know, any younger. Yeah. got Nakua, but you know, Cup's, they're all... Going backwards, if, yeah. if anything. I mean, different rates. But I do think they can actually 
buy in free agency for the first time in a little bit. I think they you know ate their vegetables this offseason. Yeah. Uh, at 11. It's is not Cle- a great roster. No. no it really not. isn't. I mean, it's not a great roster. Uh, 11 is Cleveland. We're still drinking, Weird team. Still drinking the Cleveland Kool-Aid. Yeah. Their Weird question, their, the, the offseason in three words, get Watson right. I don't know if it's possible. We've seen enough that it's <laughs> there's a pretty good, heavily long not tra- possible. Yeah. Kenny Pickett has played more good football games in the last two in years, last two years than, than Deshaun Watson has. Yeah. And the, the cost is obvious. I mean, you're not yeah. getting out of that. No. Yeah. They're a very volatile team. Ten is Green Bay. Mm, I like with that. Very young, trending yeah. in the right direction. I don't think they're going to lose a ton. You know, like Bakhtiari might not be back, but they didn't play, didn't play yeah. all year anyway. Ascending they, quarterback. They won't be super aggressive in free agency no. or anything like that. But, no. You know, but they're still they in the are. right direction. Nine is the Texans. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, they might be kind of aggressive. They have a lot of space. Eight is the Eagles. Ooh. They might be trending the wrong direction. Yeah. I mean, how much can you count on, like, Slay and Bradbury and certainly Fletcher Cox and Graham? And They get some guys you know, that are getting, you know. Kelsey's gone now, and, you know, Lane Johnson's great, but he's old. And, yeah, some of those guys who were your, your core players on a couple yeah. of Super Bowl teams are now old. Yeah, you didn't infuse a lot of talent there all of a sudden. I have some Hurts questions, too. Yeah. I mean, not that he's – is he good or bad? He's good. They finished one and six. Yeah. One and six. And they have a whole back seven to rebuild. You know they're going to still invest in lines, both lines. Yeah. I don't know if the roster will look better next year than it does this year. Seven is the Cowboys. I'm all right with that. Um, They get a couple guys up, though, too. I mean, they have Tyron Smith and Biotish, the center, and Gilmore. That's not that difficult to overcome. They get to come up with money, though, too. They got big They got some big ticket items that they get to sign. But they'll all be there next year. You're talking about Parsons and Lamb. Yeah. And, and, uh, Dak, yeah. <laughs> well, we assume they will unless they hold unless out. Unless they trade. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, at six is Miami. Ooh, I don't think so. I don't like the way that build is. They're deep in cap yeah. hell right now. They're $51 million over the cap. They are not going to look anything close no. to what they and did they this year. They haven't paid two yet. This was their year. This was their year. No, I think that's a roster going backwards. I think Cleveland and Miami are kind of in the same boat in that regard. They this was their in. year. They, they were in. in. Yeah, yeah. And you don't notice it when a team is good, not great. Yeah. But you can a year or two later. Like, oh, yeah. You put all your chips in, and you didn't get there. Uh, at five is Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, it's still a really good— I might have Houston ahead of Buffalo. Yeah. Is it a really good roster? They have I a really good quarterback. It's not gonna look. It's not gonna look like it did this year. They're no. gonna. They're gonna lose way more pieces than than 100%. what they bring in. I mean, they're never gonna be in the Von Miller sweepstakes again. You know, go at a big ticket item. Yeah. Is Diggs the player he used to be? Like, who are the blue chippers on that team besides a stud quarterback? There's not as many as you think. No. I mean, the safeties are old. The safeties, I think, one of them's up. gone. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're $50 million over the salary they cap. They're not signing of, anybody. They're not signing anybody. They're going to do their best to hang on to a little bit they have, and they're going to probably lose Gabe Davis, who isn't great, but you got to replace him. And I think their roster is going backwards, uh, which if, is a shame with that quarterback. Yeah. If four is Detroit. Yeah. I would go heavy in the corner market. Yeah, they need know? to upgrade to secondary in a yeah. big way. But it's, that's a nice way to enter the offseason is let's attack one thing heavy. Yeah. Okay. Three is San Francisco. Yeah, their their debts aren't coming paid this year, but they're close. Yeah, I mean they have so many big ticket items, but Brock Purdy's a million dollar cap hit this, next year. Yeah, you I know, mean, so they got another year of running it back basically. But you know, it, it, does does Ayuk say, "Hey, I I'm in final year of my rookie deal here. I want a new contract." Yeah, you know things like that that come. Oh yeah, you know, I mean a lot of those dudes are going to need money soon. Yeah, yeah, and they've already paid Debo and Trent Williams and Bosa and yeah. But those guys aren't getting younger. You know, Bosa's not old, but two is Kansas City. I know it's a great roster. Defense as constructed yesterday looks really, really good. I think they'll lose Sneed or um Jones. Jones. But I also heard this this morning is I guess Mahomes is owed a thirty five million dollar bonus here yeah. coming up whenever the deadline is. But if they convert that to a Signing bonus instead of a roster bonus, yeah. a signing bonus, they could free up thirty ish 
in cap space, whatever they have. We're still kicking the can down the road a it little is. bit. It yeah. is. I mean, you'd have to go all in on Snead and Jones. You could probably make it work, but then you're done. Then you're done. You then can't do done. anything else. Right. Yeah. I and mean, then you're not getting the tackles or another receiver. Or, yeah. You know, you better draft well. You know, Mahomes carries a lot of weight, though. And that leaves Baltimore at number one. We've already we've talked, talked about, about them, their free about what they're they got 25 unrestricted free agents and a lot of starters 25 including 15 who played at least 200 snaps this season yeah all right like well, you're gonna lose way more than they gain just off the top of my head get buzzing through their roster they're great at quarterback but their backups either gonna get paid or gone so what okay they don't have any running backs running backs are shot tight ends awesome great receivers, receivers are now minus odell so you better Add a third round And you're going to figure out if you're going to pay Bateman or not, which you're probably not. Probably not, right. So you better draft one reasonably high again. Which the is offensive line, I, I can't imagine they bring Ronnie Stanley back at what right. he costs. And Moses is expensive and old. And I think one of the guards might be up. Zeitler, I think. So. Yeah, Zeitler's up. So you yeah. got to replace him. Linderbaum's fine. D-line looks okay, but Except you're, you're Matabuke, to... Clowney, and Van Noy are all up, I think. Yeah. And they were your best guys. Queen's up. Is an every down second level player, and Stone, who played a ton, is up. And I think they might cut. I don't think they're going to cut Marlon Humphrey, but I think he's a huge cap hit. He might he be is, restructured yeah. or something. Yeah. So, so the chance get... of it being better than it was, I think, is slim and none. It's a good roster. It's a really good roster. It's a now. good roster right now, yeah. but it's not going to be a good roster three months from now. Yeah. I mean, I bet that they lose. They definitely lose more than they gain. Yeah, and they're not picking her. And oh, by the way, you lost your defensive coordinator. You lost your defensive line coach. I mean, they they lost quite a bit. It's the price of success. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, let's get to a break here. We're a little overdue. He is the Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with hour number two right after this. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 